wise man once said, the future belongs to those who are working hard today. I then asked myself the very question, what is the future of Africa? What is the future of the black continent? What is the future of the black race? My name is Efoso Zaro. I'm the author of Zaro Fury, and you are listening to Zaro Fury Podcast. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Efoso Zaro Podcast. I'm here with my co-host as usual. Hello guys, I'm Becky. Yes, so uh, today uh, we're going to be discussing about the psychological effect of... Uh, what do you say? <laughs> so, <laughs> so today's topic is uh, titled The Strength of Black Women. So basically, it's centered around the psychological torture that goes through a woman's mind when a black man is killed. Okay. So as we've seen so far across, even starting from uh, Willie Lynch, yes. how, when he designed or he wrote the letter, The Making of uh, a Slave, 400 years ago. And if you see all his tactics and the conditioning process, it was concentrated on targeting the black man. Yeah. And so this day is still happening. So if you think about it, how many black women have been killed in public eye? A few, few black women. But how many black men have been killed? A lot. Yeah. So it's just to go in depth to discuss about the impact that this causes on a black woman the impact of a black woman seeing her husband, her father, her brother. Okay, yeah. I think first of all, if we want to put it in a simple, a simple explanation of how to destroy civilization. Yeah. Uh, to destroy civilization, you have to start from the family unit. Yeah. So in order for you to destroy civilization, the first thing you must destroy is the family. So black men being killed mostly in front of their women is something that has been practiced by white people for the last two or 300 years. And everything that white people have done to black people has been in a process of conditioning. So in psychology, conditioning is everything. If you condition somebody, you can get that person to do whatever it is that you want them to do as long as the reinforcement of that conditioning continues. So African people have been conditioned by Europeans for more than 350 years. So the psychological impact of that is that when we see European, we subconsciously, not even knowing there is a fear that strikes us when we see European. So how is that possible? Because just like when the European first come in contact with Africa, we never were afraid of European. No, yeah. Because we saw them just like us, Yeah, you know, and they had what they had. We had what we had at that time. You understand me? But as time goes on, we started to fear European more. So that fear comes from, is psychologically conditioning. 
You understand me? It's like the experiment of uh, what's this guy called? Palov, you know, yep. which is like a dog with a bell, yep. you know, and the food. You understand me? And then you associate the bell to the food, and you know, this theory you can find it in psychologists. But yeah, what has happened to black people is basically as a result of conditioning. So Europeans study the human brain. They understand how easy it is to quickly reprogram any human to do anything they want them to do. So by conditioning, Europeans were able to program Africans to the point whereby they put fear in the women and children by killing the male in front of the women and children. When you look at the video across yep. it's always european killing black male yeah you never seen a european killing woman. a black woman on camera yeah because it's not just that it's going to create a public outcry yeah because women are more emotional and more compassionate yeah the reason why they don't do it is that the effect of psychologically conditioning of african people it won't be as effective when they're killing the woman you know the male is going to rebel yeah but it's easy to kill the men yeah. and condition the women and yeah. the children. Yeah. So when you read uh, something like uh, Willie Lynch and where he talks about how to make a slaves. Yeah. So the most effective way to destroy any civilization is to destroy the family unit. You destroy yeah. the male yeah. or you get the male out of the picture. Yeah. Then you condition the woman and the children. So by conditioning the women and the children, you can program the fear in them. Yep. And once you can program the fear in them by killing the father or the male in front of them, then as long as you keep reinforcing that conditioning, yep. you can get the women, the children, you can control them forever. Yeah. That's exactly right. Like we just said about the conditioning process. So do you believe that once you condition someone every so often, you have to reinforce it? Because if you see, it's like every year to 18 months, we see a black man being shot yeah. or being killed. Yeah. Basically, yeah. what is happening now or what has been happening in the United States, that's why I said that in this present predicament of African sufferings and pain and their struggle, if there is no psychology to point us to the right direction, we ain't going anywhere, you know? And psychology is the key. Psychology is what Europeans used over 400 years to condition our people. And if we have to uncondition them, or if we have to override the program, we need a psychology. That's why I've been trying to do (laughs) all this time, writing books and trying to make black people aware that we need psychology. If there's no psychology, we're not doing nothing because everything that is happening to black people in the West, in Africa, anywhere is a conditioning. Europeans have studied psychology and they have applied it very well and utilize it to condition African people. So to answer your question, yes, basically by destroying the male, you condition the women and the child. So how can we change the narratives? How can we change the programming? We have to kind of recondition them again. You understand me? We have to like recondition African people again. And how is that process going to come about? It comes from 
having psychology. Psychology will help us to understand what are the damages yeah. and how can we correct them. You understand me? So yeah. we need psychology to help us to analyze or assess the damage and then correct them. Have you ever asked why is it that every nine to 12 months, there is a black man shot on camera in the street yeah. by police officers? Yeah. Every nine to 12 months or maybe in two years period, there's yeah. always a black man shot or killed in the public and, yeah. and in camera yeah. on film. Yeah. That is a conditioning. They conditioning black people. So is it just to reinforce? It's a reinforcement. In conditioning, when you condition somebody, yeah. you must continue the reinforcement to keep that condition alive. If you don't continue the reinforcement, you lose control of that person you are conditioning. So imagine if you have a dog, yeah, right? You have a dog that you want to condition to able to extract certain behavior from the dog. Yeah. Right? Let's yeah. say you want the dog to be not violent. Yeah. Even though the dog is meant to bark or fight. Yeah. So what do you do? You condition a dog to something. Yeah. Your goal is to get the dog never to bark again. You condition the dog to something. Right? Whenever the dog bark, you whip the dog. At that moment, instantaneously, while you whipping the dog, you give the dog a candy or a bone. I don't know what whatever dog eats now. A reward. A reward. You give the dog a reward. Yeah. That moment you hit the dog, give the dog a reward and watch the dog. If the dog obey to your conditioning, fine. Then you just have to keep reinforcing the reward. But if the dog disobey your conditioning, you just have to carry out a negative reinforcement to keep the dog in line by constantly whipping the dog. As long as the conditioning continues, then it's just a matter of time that that dog is going to have a confused mind to the point whereby he can no longer differentiate between the reward or the punishment. Mm -hmm. So the dog is, is confused. So at that moment, that dog is, is not in a mental state to able to fight or decide or take any action for himself. So that dog is now under your control. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. So that same example, you can apply it to African people. What Europeans have done over 300 years span since they've been in contact with Africa is a result of conditioning. All this violence that you see Europeans are perpetrating on African people is conditioning. They are conditioning them. It's not just um, based on race and uh, supremacy. No, it's a psychologically conditioning. So when you see that white police officer killed African-American or black person on a film every one to two years, is negative reinforcement of using fear to control African-American. Because the more they condition African-American to fear, the more African-American remains subservient to white and they remain in America. Wow. So basically, the more European condition African-Americans in America, the more African-America wants to stay in America under the oppression of white people. Wow. 
So it's a psychologically conditioning. Yeah. Is what is going on. All right. It's not just about race or supremacy. Of course, white people have the problem of race or <laughs> supremacy. But who are white people really supreme to anyway? Like okay. in what areas are white people are really supreme? Like where, where does that supremacy come from? Where does white people's supremacy come from? Does it come from, are they genetically or biologically dominant to black people? No. no. They are not biologically dominant to black people. Physically strength? No. Social? No. no. So where does their supremacy come from? It comes from their inability to live in harmony with others. You understand me? Yeah. So their supremacy comes from their vulnerability because they are vulnerable people. They are the only people who are scared to associate themselves to others or, or, or socialize with others. <laughs> you understand me? Yeah. White people are just vulnerable. Their vulnerability is what you see as violence. It's not because white people are superior. Who are they superior to in the end of the day? It's their vulnerability that makes them violent. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. So, but because they are so good with the brain, and that's one thing you have to respect about white people, they are so good with the brain. Yeah. So they have studied the human brain and they know how to break it yeah. and psychologically torture anybody that comes in their way. Anybody that they don't agree with, they can it's manipulate and destroy. When you look at the history of Europeans across this planet, from Maya civilization who got in contact with the Spanish or the British in Australia, the Africans, everywhere they were indigenous people. When you look at the history of white people on this planet, has nothing but torture, killing, and murdering of people. White people have never presented themselves as a peaceful being, a peaceful group of people that we should look up to emulate or try to even um, live with in harmony. They have never shown that. All they have shown is their ability to dominate. White people love to make slaves, servants, no friends. White people love slaves and servants. They want you to be subservient, but they don't want to make friends with you. Because mm. ask who are white people's friends? Yeah, actually, who are white people's friends? Who are white people's friends? Who do white people have as friends? Nobody but themselves. <laughs> it's true. How can you not have friends? Come yeah, on. But who are the real white people's friends? Nobody but themselves. The indigenous Native Americans wearing white people's friends, they kill them all. <laughs> the Mayans wearing white people's friends, they kill them all. The Aboriginal of Australia's wearing white people's friends, they kill them all. The Africans wearing white people's friends, they enslave them and colonize them and almost kill them all. Yeah. The Chinese, look at now. Oh, Chinese, the coronavirus. Now they want to go to war with China. So who is actually Europeans' friend? They don't have friends because they have a deficiency, which I put in my book called the lack of emotional reservoir. And the lack of emotional reservoir is what makes Europeans so angry and violent race of people. They just don't understand how to live in harmony with nature, with other people, they don't. European created all this powerful machinery, war, technology to protect themselves so that other people can never come in contact with them. 